By the way, right. before we start, what are we talking about? Hockey. Yeah. 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 Boston Bruins hockey. Wait, we talk hockey in this show? G- Jimmy. Oh, but by the way, uh, Dave, you're recording, right? Oh, Mary right to Dabrowski scores! Jake Dabrowski gets off the schneid and so do the Bruins. And then a wrap around again and over to some open ice. Pasadak takes a look. What are my options? Maybe I can find a little redirect on that power eye. What are my chances? McAvoy's still there. I'm aiming for him. If I don't get him, maybe I can find Richie coming off that weak side post. And I don't know if this puck deflected off the stick of the Devils. Boston B card. Boston B card. Boston B card. Oh, great. Raskis on here. We're going to lose. Here is Marshan moving that way. Marshan through the circuit. Cross ice. They score! Right away, it's Pasternak. 34 seconds in. Draw goes to the front. In at the point. With the stick and a score! So that stick works for McAvoy. Didn't break it that time. And we are tied at two. Richie coming in. Take Rast the natural goal, not the contract, but still up to the last. Charlie Coyle wheels it to Jakob Zawarski, to Richie, he scores! When we take a look at it, Smith trying to make a play through Sadinka, he gets defended on the back check by Mark. The voids the blocker and stick. That could be Greg Smith's goal, but looks yeah, Sadinka didn't touch it. Lighting it up and like being like, oh, like you have me, Jesus Christ, woo! Did Tyler figure out what the show's about yet? <laughs> Welcome back to the Boston Bee Party. I'm David Rodriguez. Joining me as always, Justin Ventola, Jimmy Shea, and Tyler Scales. Gentlemen, how we doing? Doing good, man. Having some good laughs in the uh, pre-show of the podcast. So, yeah, some good laughs. Yeah, definitely having a great time on a Friday night, let me tell you. Justin Sykes pissed me off every time I listen to him, but yeah, I'm doing good too. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> good to good to see nothing's changed, guys. Yep, that we are recording Friday night. It's about fifteen minutes before game time. The Bruins are gonna be playing the Rangers this evening, so we won't be touching base on that game. We're a little late. Uh we had some scheduling conflicts. And since we last talked, Boston went one and two. The big game was out in Lake Tahoe against Philadelphia, seven to three win, but you know that was sandwiched between two losses, one to the New Jersey Devils, losing three to two, and the other losing last night in an abysmal seven to two drubbing by the New York Islanders. Um, with Krejci being out, we've got to see what this team could look like without him. And I don't, I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I'm not too sad to be missing him right now. Uh, we got to see Vakaninen finally break the lineup this season. I thought he's looked pretty decent. Um, Justin, why don't you start us off with your good and the bad for the last three games? 
Uh, well, geez, Dave. I mean, honestly, I was I was feeling good about them after uh, Sunday's game, but last night uh, shook it a little bit for me. I mean, I don't think it's anything to panic about for sure. But there's definitely been, again, a few ups and downs. I will say that game against New Jersey was was kind of a crap game, i got to be honest with you. Um, they didn't show up for two periods, made stupid mistakes, and they did show up for the third. But outside of that, that was a pretty um, – that was another wet bark game, i got to be honest. Tahoe game was awesome. I have all good things to say about that. The scenery itself was fantastic, phenomenal. I want to go golfing there. Absolutely hands down now. That was, although I will say, Philadelphia missing most of its key guys. So it's, you know, uh, I, I know Felger on 98.5 said it was kind of like a fake game. I wouldn't go so far as to say that because it's a real game. You still get points on the season. Um, and it was a sweet venue. But I will say, you know, the Bruins kind of had, you know, the odds there. And last night's debacle, I mean, I, honestly, I was a fan. I, I, up until the third period, I was a fan. And then for whatever reason, Bruins just literally just gave up, and you could see it. Especially after that third goal, that was it. They were done. They packed it in, um, and they played like it. So it was hard to really kind of, you know, uh, watch that game, especially where the Bruins have been actually, like, the dominant uh, team in the third period consistently. Yet all of a sudden against the Islanders, which is, seems like all season, the third period, the Islanders dominate. I don't know what it is. So anyway, it's my take. Tyler, what do you got that was pretty? What do you got that was pretty ugly? Yeah, that Islanders game was really ugly, man. A lot of rookie mistakes that were made in that game. A lot of simple ones. And the Islanders made them pay for it with those mistakes. I will take go back to the Devils game. 3-2 uh, to two victory with Devils. Um, even shots. I think the only good thing out of this game was our power play, which has been really lacking lately. We had 2-3 and three in this game. Um, we had more shots again. But it was just a, a lackluster game for the team. But definitely not our worst. We've definitely seen what happened in the Islanders game. I loved what I saw from the Lake Tahoe game. Everybody came to play that day. They they converted all the energy into that game and got nothing from the Islanders game. So I'll talk more about the Lake Tahoe game and my studs and duds, but I liked what I saw from them. So the Devils game, as Justin kind of alluded to, it was kind of like they didn't even really know they were playing hockey for the first two periods. And that goes back to last week when I talked about coaching, how he's never making them ready for a game. If it's not the first line, they're not ready to play. So I know that I'm going to be touching on coaching quite a bit in this episode. So I'm going to start off by saying this is all on Bruce Cassidy for that game. The I could not disagree more with Justin about the Lake Tahoe game. Besides the one point where he said it was beautiful. Yes, it's beautiful. It was a horrible product. I didn't know what time the game was for three quarters of the freaking week because they kept changing it. Yeah, I liked the midnight hockey on the night before because they can't. They had to postpone the game because they didn't know what the hell was going to happen. I mean, come on, man! Like, at least the at least the winter classics and stuff like that. They just play the game even if it sucks because they're not on a lake and they f- could fall through. Like, what? Like, what are we doing here? Like, and then on top of that, they delayed the game ten minutes because of the sun glare. What the? What are we doing here? Like, go inside, play a real game. It's 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 an actual like. It's not like we're playing eighty one. Excuse me, eighty two games where you can kind of. Throw a throw a game, you know, away for a Winter Classic, and it doesn't matter. All games matter this year. This was dumb. It, it looked cool, but it was dumb. It's an exhibition game. Count yeah, as, it should have been used as a uh, preseason game back in December. It's what they should have done with it. Not, uh, or excuse me, November November when they played. Well, they did, sorry, there's no preseason. Make it a preseason game. Come on, what are we doing here? And for last night, I really wish that I really wish that Rask was in goal because it really helped my take, but he wasn't in a lock. Uh, 
didn't do good at all. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off, like Tyler said, uh, until Stutzen does on talk about this game. But th- that game was uh, it was great as a guy that's kind of rooting against the coach here because I want him to get canned real quick. You know, the Lake Tahoe game was a really bright idea, but I don't think it works. There's like the ice melting and like the big delays. It just does not work. The planning of it was terrible. (laughs) It was. You know, and you know, if you guys want to start on studs and duds. One, two, three. Let's play three studs. Misplay back of the Boston goal, and Anders Lee tucks it in. One, two, three. Uh, I'm going to start off with my duds, and my number one dud was the NHL and their planning of this outdoor game. Uh, we talked about it last week, and I kind of felt that you needed the perfect weather and to have games set up at that time of the day and not even be prepared for the sun to melt the ice. Like you could see how bad the ice looked. You could see it looked cracked. You could see straight lines from whatever they had tarped over it. I don't know. I just, I just felt it was completely just a piss poor product kind of to go along with what Jimmy was saying. That's why I figured we'd jump right into studs and duds. My second dud is going to be Charlie Coyle. Uh, he has basically disappeared lately. I know he had a goal against the uh, the practice squad for Philadelphia on Lake Tahoe. but And my third dud is going to be Trent Frederick and whoever else was on the ice with him last night when that he got his pocket picked right in front of the net. And that game was over at that point. It was just, you know, all five skaters were right within two strides of the puck right there and they just got beat bad my first dive will definitely be like tahoe like that just that was just a, it was a good idea but it didn't work obviously it's the ice melt, ice melting and the hours of delay like fans are going to be so anxious to see a game so you can't disappoint them and uh i think you have disappointed at least four of us with that like tahoe stuff i i like i love like tahoe but it is not work for hockey my second dud will be Trent Frederick. I said, but I, I was gonna put him as a stud because he did get a goal in that Lake Tahoe game. But after what I saw with that, with that giveaway he got in, in, the, in the Islanders game, it was horrible. I know he's a rookie and that's a rookie mistake, but you're in the NHL. You cannot be making mistakes like that. That was horrible. That's like a mite mistake right there. Mites would never make a mistake like that. As for my third dud, it will be the defenseman in the um, Islanders game. A lot of giveaways were given. Brandon Carlo, he gave away like the first goal. Easy one for Jordan Eberle. I think it was – no, Mike Pellick, excuse me. Um, the McAvoy did it, and then Jordan Eberle like buried it, top goal, and then you see Halak slamming his stick. Understandable. The defense was nowhere in that – like the whole entire team was nowhere in that Islanders game. It was it was horrible to watch, but they were getting their asses kicked. So I didn't know if Justin was going to go. All right. Um, so we're going to go with duds here. All right. Well, I'm not going to hit Lake Tahoe again. I mean, I think you guys kind of said it all. Um, <laughs> it's only so but, much you can beat that dead horse. I mean, hey, it looked cool. That's about the best thing I can say about the game. I'd much rather watch uh, the Bruins Blackhawks at the big house. I think that was a lot cooler. Yeah, they wanted to, I'd rather they watch a, one of the a Mighty games. Ducks reboot. Hey, they wanted, they wanted hey. to win the Lake games. I would go up to Canada. There's probably something beautiful lakes that can work. 
Oh, yeah, there's one on Twitter all the time where they show people skating, but I bet you it's, like, negative 10 all the time. Yeah, that's insane. Like, yeah. Put it where it's cold. Like, don't put it in, like, northern Cali because it's, you know, it's Tahoe and there's snow, but it doesn't mean it's actually cold and good for hockey. Um, but, yeah, so my duds, it's Bruins versus Islanders this year. They're 0-3 for the first time since 2013. It's their only three, regu- only three regulation losses. Are you kidding me? This yeah. comes back to coaching. Uh, this is this is insane how this guy can't get his team ready against w- one team. One team in the division keeps beating you, and he's like, "No, it's good. Just roll the same lineup up. Same, roll the same lineup out." I know Krejci is hurt, but you know what? It's not like he's doing anything for us this year. Figure it out, man. You get paid millions of dollars to figure it out, and he can't seem to do it. There was a coach the Bruins had at one point that could figure it out, but this guy's not it. Um, yeah, and he's unemployed again. Yeah, yeah. Going at same time in five years. We should hire him. Just saying. Um, <laughs> I don't necessarily believe that, but I mean, um, the second one, I know Tyler just talked about this, about how the, the team didn't really show up. Halak, I'm sorry. It's my boy. I'm sorry, but you give up six goals and 31 shots. Seven. Come on, man. He gave up all seven of those. I thought, I, I have number six on NHL.com. I thought it was, I, I thought it was seven. I thought I read last night it was. He gave up all seven, so forgive me. I, had, I, I have him saving 25 of 31, unless I'm just bad at math. I, no, no, that's, I thought, that wouldn't be six. I thought it was seven, too, but I don't, unless NHL.com didn't credit him. I, anyways, six, seven goals, it, does, it doesn't matter. I mean, come on. doesn't matter. And then on the shorthand, too, you can't give up shorthand goals. I'm so, I don't care if the team didn't show up. You are the backup goalie. You are compensated as one of the top paid backup goalies. I think he's the second best backup goalie in the league besides if you count either Leonard or Flurry as the backup out there in Vegas, but I think he's the best, the second best backup goalie. You can't give him six, seven goals, whatever you're going to give him there. Uh, just to touch base, he gave up, uh, it was 25 for 31, even strength shots oh, and okay. saves. It was 30 for 37 in total. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I was, I was going to say, I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was seven unless they put some, unless was, they pulled the goalie for some reason, which with this coach, you never freaking know what he's going to do. So it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me at all. Um, so my third one is Wagner. And that's just because he's minus five on the team. Uh, minus five. He's the worst. He's the only one minus five on the team. He's the worst player on this team, plus minus wise. And he's there, not for scoring. He's there for something. And obviously, he's there so he can give up goals. Um, and you know, you can call it a bad take. You want wags, but come on, dude. Like really. And I got some honorable mentions here. I got Krejci. He's ten. Uh, his ten points, no goals in all his fifteen games. Kasha has played two games. What the hell is he doing? And then the fourth line again, what Dave said, like, come on, man. No, no one's even close to even strength, okay? I know it's been a bad week, but, dude, like, this, this is insane. This team is, like, they're going to make the playoffs because they're good, but first round. They're not winning. They're They're not winning this year. They're looking better than I look I'll, I'll be shocked at, if they win. I look at Justin right now. Justin's going to lose his freaking mind. We're so, so, so the takes, boys. So, so, so the takes. Um. <laughs> No, I mean, so so honestly, for the most part, I think we, we actually do agree on what it does this week. With that being said, I I, I, I just a quick thing I would like to home. I really liked it, and I totally agree with you guys. It was super ill-planned. I mean, like, that was just from front to back, like, totally awful. However, I did like the venue, and I did like that kind of, like, out, outdoor pond hockey-like uh, style uh, game. And I feel like if they did a better job of planning it, Time-wise, date, um, so on and so forth, they would um, – I think it would be a better product, to be honest with you, if you just did like one weekend a year in the NHL. I think that would be cool per season. 
Anyways, my my duds for the week. Um, I have to say, all right, I got it right here. So my number one uh dud, and we all agreed this was was the fourth line. They've sucked, quite honestly. I'm pretty sure every time the fourth line was on the on the ice last night, the the Bruins ended up being pinned in their own end, and for substantial amounts of time, it, they just did nothing great. Frederick had that brutal turnover, rookie mistake. You know that's going to happen, but as I said, Justin, that's oh. that that's not a rookie mistake. That is literally a hockey mistake you make in the mites, and it's understandable if you do he's it in like a random level. Is he not a rookie? No, he's I, he's, I, he's played the be for like three years now. He's not a rookie. Yeah, but he's he's technically still a rookie. I believe he's only played like six or eight games. Yeah, that's how it works, bro. No, that's, Sorry, it, it's not my fault. I, I know, I know. Yes. No, no, it, it, it is I, I true. He's not. He said, "You, know what I mean, like he's an NHL rookie, I guess if you say yeah. so." Like, um, but like, no, no, uh, definitely, Ty. I mean, that was just that was yeah, bad. Like, that was that, terrible. That, that's a banned mistake you make. Um, a might mistake, but you cannot make it those POEs or bantams. Horrible. Super irresponsible and not sure what he was thinking there. Um, and I, you know, and Halak is going to be my third dud of the week. Um, well, I, well, I just went second. Uh, but he'll be my second dud because, you know, I, he didn't play well at all. I'm not going to, like, you know, totally disregard the fact that he kind of was left out to dry, for sure. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, but he also didn't, like, help the team stay in it. You know, he did nothing to really do. Like he, he, he sucked. He turned into a complete puddle in front of them. Um, so that's he. That's why he's my second um, dud. Although it wasn't all his fault. The fire one actually has to be. Um, I there were so many. Honestly, after last night, there were so many. So I just settled on one player, and that's David Krejci. Quite frankly, I I think he's been a huge dud this year. Um, I'm honestly happy he's out. Because this is the lineup that I wanted the Bruins to go into the season with, which is I was hoping they were going to get rid of David Krejci, trade him, um, if anyone would take on that contract and player, get a, get a pick a prospect for him if you can. Uh, but I, that I, that's what I was hoping. Bergeron, Coyle, Studnika, and I've honestly liked the team better without Krejci. Krejci's slow. He even said it himself. I don't think he's the playmaker he wants. Once Hamilton's Krejci, I'd take in a heartbeat, but. Current Krejci, nope. I don't want anything to do with him, especially at that contract. And again, honestly, I think Smith and Richie, and obviously, like maybe you can make the argument that they haven't, uh, they've played with Coyle more, but still, they've looked better with Coyle at center. They honestly have than with Krejci at center. And I think Richie, in a way, is more confident because when he plays with Krejci, I don't know if you guys noticed, but for the first half of the season, and we'll get to, him as one of my studs, but he um, first half of the season, all he would do as soon as he entered the damn offensive zone, he just dish it off to Krejci or DeBrusco, whoever, and he would just beeline for the front of the net, and that's it. Now with Coyle, he's looked more creative. He's looked a little bit more kind of like assertive in a way. So again, I've liked both Richie and Smith, and honestly, they both have goals now playing with uh, Coyle. That line has goals now in two straight games together. Playing as a second line, I just like the bet without Krejci. I'm sorry, but anyways, those are my duds. Fair you point. Know, I'll, you, I'll, I'll, you, don't after you tie. I like to add on my studs now. Um, uh, well, hold I, on, I, hold on. Let me comment on that, and then let's get, continue <laughs> the on, audit. Man. Jesus, do we leave your, <laughs> get the do, going? You do know, we, gotta get the flow going. Do we forget hey, about hey, you that much? Do you feel like the middle child? 
He's like, he's like, hey, I'm ready to go, guys. I, I know. He's like, what, what's the matter? You guys have you guys have stove top at eight? Is that what's going on? This is my podcast, okay? Screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it is my podcast. Uh, yeah, you know, you you bring up some things that Coyle has been doing well. Um, it makes me kind of want to rethink my second my second dud, but I'm gonna stick with it. Tyler, why don't you get your your studs up and running, buddy? Yes, I wanted to get my studs running. One, well, Justin was talking about that uh, Smith and Richie lineup. They've actually they're actually gonna be my first stud because they've been they're really good together without Krejci. I mean, Krejci is not who he used to be. Exactly. I mean, I know he's. Exactly, he, Tyler. I, I exactly. think we should honestly trade David Krejci. Exactly. It can honestly work for us. I mean, David Krejci could be better off with, with like the Washington Capitals with Chara. I mean, who knows? We we get we get something really good out of him. Do you? Ottawa when, Senators when, not getting that enough. When you trade Krejci, do you have to send over your supply of duct tape and super glue? Probably. All right, just checking. <laughs> uh, for my second set, it'll be David Pasternak. He's been he had a hat trick in the outdoors games. Like that's just. Really rare to see. That's going to be my second stud. And my third stud will be Earl back in Niden. He's already had two points in the season in these two games. He already has as many points as John Moore, Connor Clifton. Let me, let me name a couple more. Trent Frederick. He's already tied with those guys in his first two games. Very impressive. And he already has more points than Andre Kasha. Let's <laughs> see how good this kid is. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to go to my studs now. And I have uh, for number one, be just – I, my studs, I I based on not wanting to pick Pasternak this week, just because you could pick him pretty much every week. Not that I want to invalidate Tyler's pick there, because obviously he should be picked pretty much every week for us. But I have uh, the Bergeron and Marshawn penalty killing combo as my number one this week. They made a you know some really good smart plays with the puck when on the when they were on the penalty kill. They definitely lead the forward group as far as being the best ones to have out there and no in you know uh shorthanded attempts and all that. Um second I'm gonna go with Vakanine and uh just because I, I've been wanting to see him. I know when he first came up he got hurt uh after only a couple of games and it's been a while. Uh everything I read about him preseason was that he deserved to be on the team and he was just the odd man out because he could pass down to Providence without being put on waivers. And then third and finally the fact that Jake DeBrusque is on the third line, no longer a top six forward. He's a bottom six forward where I believe he belongs. Uh, I didn't want to jump over you guys. So I'm going to address, I guess, Dave's uh, Charlie Coyle take real quick, and then I'll hit my studs. Um, I'm tired of people saying that Charlie, Ma- or excuse me, Charlie Coyle is not uh, producing. This is what this guy is. He's a streaky scorer. He was a first-round pick, and there's a reason why he's on his third team. That's what he is. He's a third-line guy. If he's going to be a second-line team, well, second-line center, you're what we are now. He's going to be a great regular season team, and it's it's going to it's going to be you know the same thing with Krejci. He's streaky. So uh, my studs are you know Richie, <clears throat> aka me. Um, he's tied for he's tied for third on the team in goals and points, and he now yeah. has two five-on-five. Hey, yeah, I'll take it, man. It doesn't matter. Power play, it's goals are goals. He did have two goals and one assist this year, uh, this week, and uh, well, week three games, the ones we're covering. And then the uh, I know, I know it's the, I know it's the e- I know it's the easy pick, but pasta. I mean, it really is. And the reason why I'm picking him, I would love, I would love to go somewhere else, but I had a problem with trying to find other studs here. So these are the ones I have written down. So I'm gonna toss Dave and. I'm gonna I'm gonna toss Dave and Justin. Oh, wait, no. 
and I'm going to give them the boy and and Tuka. Uh, Justin, are you talking to your pussy? <laughs> I was like, I was like trying to just I'm trying to go over. I couldn't do it. I don't think he heard us. No. Justin, you there? You there, no. bud? He's, no. He's not there. Twinkle toes, what's going on? You there? We can't hear you. Can you hear us? We lost Justin. His cat fucked up his computer. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. I feel like you guys are gonna mean me. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I totally threw the <laughs> I mean, as I said, my my, we just uh, we want to start over my starting now. No, I'm no you're over. just uh, you're on your your third. Okay, yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's gonna be a toss between two because he won a game, um, and McAvoy because uh, he okay. didn't completely screw up. No, McAvoy screwed up on one of those goals in the Islanders. He did. He was, just, he was, he was just as bad as the defenseman so, in that game. But for him though, he get one. Screw up. That's I'll take that for him. Yeah, I mean he's not a very good defenseman, so I'll I'll take it. One mess up, I'll take it. <laughs> oh my god, he's not a very good defenseman. Every every way, everywhere oh, other than Jimmy, you sorry. turn. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh. Sorry, I, I misspoke. He's not a very bad defenseman. He's he's good. Okay, all right, that's fine. I mean, not great though. A lot of people no. thinking that he could no, you know actually vie for the Norris this year, but good luck. Yeah, sure. Get, Eric Carlson also won the Norris. Does not mean he's a good defenseman. He's a good defense. He's a, he plays the position of defense, and he's a good player. Well, Does that Eric, make Eric Carlson was one of the guys who definitely got the benefit of people thinking. Oh, bye, Justin. <laughs> um, of people thinking that the Norris should be for an offensive defenseman when it really should be for it's you know more defensive. Yeah, I man. How many times did Target uh, screw on that with Mike Green over in uh, Washington? Yeah. All right, we're gonna uh, give Justin a second to get back in here. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, add, I'm gonna add Justin's uh, fourth dud and see Charlie McAvoy. <laughs> <laughs> see, let me see how the Bruins are doing right now. Oh, is that what he's doing? They're just doing the national anthem right now. No, oh, okay. They need to bring back Renee. I don't think Renee's coming back. Yeah. Oh my they god. Games, the, game seven of the Cup final that year, they should have brought him back. I don't know how the hell they do it. The guy with shit headphones is back. <laughs> Hi guys, so sorry. That was so, dude. All of a sudden, I hear my like headphones just go like. Hey, so, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, you texted me about that. Maybe you were getting some interference from him. No, no, no. My, mine was literally. It was like cutting out. Like it was like it, it was like bad connection. That's why I was like, is anyone else getting this? Because so my 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 first uh, whatever this is is not gonna be usable because it's been cutting in and out. Right on. Oh great, Rask is starting today. We're gonna lose. Well, did you expect Halak to start? Friday night, Saturday night. Rebound, yes, yes. The guy needs exactly. a night. The guy needs a day to drink. Back at nine's on the first line too. Hell yeah. Back back. Shane, that's seen what happened to Lauzon, man. He's Justin, been. We could have been. We probably could have played better with him on the lineup. So Justin, uh, the only thing you missed was I. I put your fourth dud in there, and I put McAvoy for your fourth dud. <laughs> yes. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy was. Quote throwing us a bone and giving us McAvoy for the week as his third stud. So. No, no, it was McAvoy. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Finally, he's finally coming around to him. Well, should I say what I actually said about McAvoy for him? I mean, Go since he couldn't it. hear me, but I said uh, McAvoy because he only screwed up a couple times. <laughs> uh, such a gracious little jerk. I can't. I can't. <laughs> reaction doesn't have the same effect. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> honestly, honestly, do I just can't make 
sense out your nonsense. That's just that's just the fact of things. You know what I mean? Oh goodness! All right, so Justin, let's hear your three studs, and then after we wrap up studs and duds, Jimmy, I want to hear your list of fifteen players you'd rather see instead of McAvoy. Oh, yeah, me too, man. Me too. I, I, I'm pumped to see how how many ass ass he has in front of McAvoy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pumped, man. By the way, Dave, I, I, forgive me. What were your three studs that you had? Uh, I had the Bergeron uh, Marshawn penalty kill combo. I had Vakaninen, and then I had the fact that Jake DeBrusque has finally been bumped down to the third line um, instead of trying to make him stick on the in the top six. Okay. Okay. Awesome. And Jimmy, you gave your studs. What were yours? Sorry, I just, I just want to, you know. No, you're good. Uh, so I had Richie because he's third in the team in uh... – Point, uh, points and goals. He had two two goals, one assist. Pasta because it's an easy pick and no one else really did anything. And then I kind of threw you and David Bone by saying uh, McAvoy slash Rask because, well, McAvoy only screwed up a couple times and Rask didn't lose. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, you're, uh, you're incurable. Um, anyways, no, I have to say, my first uh, start of the week, McAvoy, um, has, I didn't have a great game last night, but guess what? I'm pretty sure all other players in the entire National Hockey League have have games where they're not that great. Forgive me if I'm wrong. I don't know. But anyways, so he didn't have a great night. The whole team didn't have a great night the other night. Um, but he's been terrific. He's actually been terrific. He's a stud. He's a Norris Trophy candidate so far this year. He hasn't hit his ceiling yet. Um, and I think just he is just – he and Postnock are the two – like core pieces of your future. And it's just fun to see both come along. But anyway, it's it's fun to see uh, McAvoy come along. So he's been my first star of the week. And he's the 23 years old, the leader on that defense. And he uh, is also carrying along like Lozon and Falconinen. He's got a big role. And he's filling it nicely. Second star of the week is, believe it or not, Nick Ritchie. Again, as I think I was saying before, my whole headphones went to hell. That I like how Richie's playing now. For the most of the season, he would just literally just again pass it off at the offensive blue line to Krejci or Smith or whoever like has been on that second line, and he just beeline to the front of the net. Which, all right, you're a net front guy, but I mean, you know, can you bring more than that? And I think he can. And I think playing on the line with Coyle has like in a way freed him up a bit. Because I think he's been so polytonation about about what Krejci wants, and that's why I'm happy Krejci's not in the lineup. I he's not he's not the player he once was, and I think the Bruins would be wise to move on. And I think this will show you what the team will look like without him. But anyway, Richie, uh, I know most of his points and goals have been on the power play, but he's has I think what two regular um, two goals that was going for five on five, maybe maybe these past two games. I don't know. Please correct me if I'm wrong. No, I believe he's got uh, two five-on-five goals. He's uh, seven goals, seven assists, 14 points right now. There you go. I think he's like fourth on your on your roster in scoring. So, I mean, I think – and he's still yeah. young. He's 25. So, I think if you can encourage more of that offensive um, win about him, I, I think you you have something there. So, I give it to Richie. My third stud is um, Studnika. I, again, I wanted to give it to Pasnock, but he's always a stud, so I feel like that goes as goes well to saying. Um, but I like Studnika, and guess what? He's playing his natural position, which is center. Yeah, he and, looked better as at center than he's looked at the wing. Oh, much better. 
and I think you see like like again, I think you see the potential in this kid is that he's um a, he's a two way player. He's gonna work hard. He's a good second effort guy, and he's got skill to go along with it. He just barely missed that uh the uh the net the other day. Um, I it's because of his net drive pre- um presence on that Smith goal is well allowed for that deflection. So I think I've seen a lot of nice things from him as a, as a center. So the best thing that could happen, crazy stays out, Kasha stays out. You go with what you have. So those are my three studs. Yeah, I agree. I would definitely put Stanika over Krejci and uh, Kasha this year. I think Stanika is a, was kind of a dud for me this this uh, this week because that miss net he should have absolutely gotten. I, I it's, it's a rookie mistake, an actual rookie mistake in the NHL, a normal one, but he should have had it. Okay, listen, I'm not the crazy guy here. I I I think crazy should have been gone years ago. But come on. This kid, this kid is not good. He has all the potential, as Justin says, just like McAvoy. But this kid actually sucks. Like McAvoy is at least good. This kid's not good. Wait, this kid's not good. hold on. What, dude? What the fuck? What? Yeah, like just what? Question marks all around, dude. You're t- wait, you're, just to be clear, just because I'm an idiot and I'm, I'm freely saying that, but you're talking about Studnika. Yes. Shut no. the fuck up. Right? You can't play all of, like, how many NHLs, like, Austin Matthews went 15 games during a season without a point. And, like... You want to run David Krejci out of town, okay? I think David Krejci minus the contract, okay? The way he plays is a third-line center. He's paid as a first, second-line You want to replace him with a guy who doesn't shoot the puck? Get the hell out of here. Stidnicker is by he far your puck. best prospect. He absolutely oh. is, and you see it. And he's actually shot the puck. He's active. So was Zach Hamill. So was Ryan Spooner. So was Donato. Does not make him actual real like. Wait, if you're ready to make a judgment on him right now, Jimmy, that's that's so wrong. Yeah, you've know, done that before. I'm not like, gonna, like I'm you would gonna, eliminate most prospects off your roster. If, dude, I'm, if, not like, run, I'm not going to run David Krejci out of town for uh, uh, Stidnicker. I'm not. I'm not doing. No, it. I'm letting David Krejci out of town for Charlie Coyle, and I'm allowing Stanitka to come in for Charlie Coyle on that third line. That, that that's the, what I'm doing. The player that two of the three of us has is a dud. You're gonna run David Krejci out for him? Come on, for Charlie Coyle. I I, I I like Charlie Coyle, and when he's on, he's, he's on. He's, he's just gotta stay on, and that's my issue with him. No, I actually disagree with Coyle being a dud this week. I thought he was a better. Listen, like he's not. He was better, Tyler. I agree. Yeah, he was, he, he he was better. better. This week. Yeah, so, and, and I even said that, you know, maybe I, I'm still being harsh on him because of him being streaky. But at the, at the same point, David Krejci, like, we've been trying to tailor that second line. Uh, excuse me, we, because, yeah, I'm an assistant GM, guys, I didn't tell you. Um, you, you know, the Bruins have been trying to tailor, tailor that second line to Krejci for four, five, six years now. Um, how about we move on? At this point, he's in the last year of a no. contract. I, no, I agree. He's got that. some value. Move him, and then you're gonna have to move Coil up, and then you got a a young kid who's gonna be a stud, whose name happens to start with Stud Nika. <laughs> yep. All right. Facts. Facts. <laughs> True. I should have paid my internet bill because I can't get on the right website to pull up his stats for us, and then then try and yeah, get to the he- AHL and get his stats there. <laughs> he, has one goal, he has one goal and two assists in eight games. That's that's who you want to replace 
Charlie Coyle with who's replaced. No, that's what we're going to replace David Krejci. He's a rookie. And What's his time on ice, Jimmy? Dude, Jimmy. I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. The, the, the three positions that are hardest to come That's in a big deal, dude. Are sentiment, it's sentiment, defenseman, and, and uh, goaltending. I feel like wingers, it, it's easier. But, like, no. sentiment, it's difficult. You're, you're the quarterback of that line. That's tough. No. That's tough for any pros, like prospect. And, like, again, you wait. You wait. You I, I have a feel, I have good feelings about this kid. He lit up That's in the AHL. I think he's acclimating himself well at center towards the NHL. You just got to give him time. Give him time. That's like enough. any prospects. He was a second round. So he's not like a first rounder who you can usually just insert into the lineup and they dominate. He's he's going to take some development, but you see it. You have to like see it. I'm not I'm not just going to give up on a kid after 10 games and be like, oh, this dude sucks. One goal, one assist. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just not. <laughs> Justin, are you Is that a technical me? term? <laughs> that was. I was practicing Justin, that all week. Justin, are you looking at me? Because I can't see your camera. Are you looking at me? See, I know my camera's all busty. I'm sorry. Yes, I am. I, but I am looking at you. Look at me. So I'm really getting tired of you saying, <laughs> wait for these guys to show up in McAvoy and Stadnika. I know Stadnika's a rookie. It's different than McAvoy because McAvoy hasn't shown much in four years, and Stadnika hasn't shown much in eight games. But, I mean, it's oh, different. It's, 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 it's different, but it's kind of the same in the fact that you want to replace a guy who has been your second-line center, first-line center for the when they won the Cup uh, because he was really the number one center that year. But you want to replace your second-line center production-wise. I know you're going to put Coyle up there, but production-wise, what you're getting back, I mean, he has Jimmy, he has he has three times the amount of points. Jimmy, what do you what do you know about Jack Stagnica's AHL career? Absolutely nothing. All right, he's I played sixty five games, has twenty four okay. goals and thirty assists. Sixty games, twenty three goals, twenty six assists for forty nine points last year. This kid's got something. Oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying, but I'm, not, I'm not, if you so the thing is they really bought in this year, okay? They they're buying they they really went out and said, all right, we solidified the third and fourth line to be contender against because you're not going against Tampa this year, at least in the first round or potentially the second round. I'm not really sure how the reseeding works. Who bought but, in? The Bruins by bringing back the guys that they they brought back. Yeah, they 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 quote unquote I know Justin doesn't like I don't like the way they did either, but they're they're going with it with this old ass crew. If they were not buying in, they would have dealt uh Rask and they would have dealt Krejci. So No, you weren't going to you're not you weren't going to sell their contracts in the in this past offseason. No, not with a flat cap. We lost Justin again. Um we no, no we de- we definitely we definitely eh, probably not. it would have taken a lot of but what oh sh- there he is. Fuck. Scared the shit, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I know. Halloween's over, Justin. <laughs> um, my 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 thing is, if you really, it feels like they're, they're not buying, but they're they're going for the championship is what they're going for here. And, and, and trading Krejci in the final year of his deal is the smart move to do. It's a smart move, but they're not going to do it because they're going for a championship, even though they're not the contenders. And replacing him with a guy who doesn't shoot and can't really do besides defensively, he can't do that much, and he's undersized. Yeah, I'll pass. We, we just have to give him time because, I mean, he's no, I, he's only he's only had eight games. That's fine. I, I agree with that. He'll be he may be good in two, three, four years from now. He might be good. I'm not yeah. going to go on the limb and say he's going to be good. <laughs> he might be good. But the thing is that Justin, I'm do not... I need to call nine one one? You okay? Oh, I'm sorry. I just Jimmy's takes are too much for me. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, you know what? You know what, Jimmy? I don't have Sneaker's shots for last year. Um, because he has zero shots last year. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. And yet he still scored 23 goals. Hey, listen, it, 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 all I have to say, Jimmy, it's it, it, listen, it, again, I'm not it, like, like, I feel like all you judge him for is his stats. And like, no issue is, and, and you don't take like into consideration that like, you know, he's a rookie. He's going to need development. Am I telling you right now that he's lighting it up and like being like, oh, like you, know I mean, Patrice Richard, woo. I can't no, say that. not true. No, he's got, he's got like, nine shots in eight games. Rookie. But like, you don't expect him to be that good. And like, how and, much more can the kid shoot playing 12 minutes a night? He's said, I mean, we're crazy for the majority of his time on ice. You know, and you can, and you're gonna see. Um, listen, he's gonna have that. that it's gonna take time. It, it does with prospects, but I'm not willing to throw out a prospect just because like he's not like lighting up the lamp every single night. And, I'm, and, I'm not saying you know, that. So I think the only thing the Bruins have bought in on this year as an organization is the rebuild. That's not a rebuild. And to move on from Krejci, yes, Jimmy, it makes absolute sense in the end of his in uh, at the end of his contract this year. But no. it was not going to get done in the off season for what's he make seven plus million dollars or right at the button. Oh, same same with Tuca. You're not going to move on from Tuca because you're not going to get a goaltender of any value in return for him if you were trading him for say the number one pick or something like that which is way overvalued i can i can already hear you bitching at me for that one jimmy no, i was i was a low on fly <laughs> but you weren't going to trade either of those two contracts in the short off season with a flat cap you, no, I, there's no way that was going to happen so you can't say the bruins bought in this season on this core cuz they they didn't. If they bought in on this core, they would have kept your captain from the last 15 years, or at the very least, they would have kept your um, only good power play defenseman. Yeah. So, uh, no, and, and honestly, Dave, that, that's a really valid point. And that was the issue with this year is that those contracts, those are big contracts to move during a flat cap. Um, but that's also unfortunately. Well, I think what's going to happen, Crazy's going to come back, he's going to play out the season, and he's going to, you know, they're going to let him walk in free agency. And that's and what sucks. Gonna they're not going to get anything. Do I mean? Nope. That's just reality. Because who, who wants to pay a guy that much when his production is clearly just not there? You know? So it's it's that's that's tough. But, hey, maybe we're lucky and he stays out for the rest of the season. I've got a trade prediction that can probably work. It's Ottawa and Boston once again. David Krejci. Jake DeBrusque, Brady Kachuk. It can work. Do you think so? Um, I think he gave uh, – Well, wait, well maybe. doesn't Crazy have a no-trade clause, but like he ha- oh. but now he can like open it up to – I think he's got a – I think he might have a partial. He's probably got okay. like yeah. a third of the I feel like I feel like, he, he, like that would be nice, Tyler, and I would love Brady Kachuk, but like – I feel There's like no would not be on Crazy's no team. Way. Yeah, they probably they won't give him up. Probably have Kenny Dowd enough another – Young prospect, that enough is the man, bro. All right, so well, you know, since since we're gonna talk about trades and stuff right now, why don't we get into some rumors? We're gonna go to our resident eavesdropper, Justin Ventola. <laughs> Justin, we've been tasked with you know finding some nice juicy trade rumors. You know the um, obviously the crybaby Crosby rumor this week was absolute bogus and i don't think cool. any real gm would have done that i don't know maybe uh mark beverin 
is it Beverin up in uh, Montreal who just fired Claude? He might do that. Uh, all right, Justin, what do you got? <laughs> Thanks, David. I, I love that uh, little intro- introduction there. So, so far, I do. The top of my uh, rumors list today was that Sidney Crosby whole rumor thing. Uh, listen, those that's one of those things where it's like, hey, it's great to think about, but that's not happening. Um, I, I mean, multiple sources have come out come out and said um, that you know the GM and uh, president, both Ryan Hextall and Brian Burke, um, they ideally would like to rebuild, but with Malk and Crosby and Latang, all those players have been in trade rumors. Um, Crosby even said he wants to finish his career in Pittsburgh. It, it's just not going to happen. I mean, it, it, it's really not. And even if that was a potential, um, first of all, you would have hundreds of teams out there. Well, not hundreds, obviously, the, the rest of the league. That they would be all out there, um, you know, basically screaming for them. And quite frankly, um, the Bruins could match in most of their offers, guaranteed. They don't have what it would take to, to um, get Sidney Crosby. And assuming they did, I mean, you're giving up half your roster, so you have, what, a star player but nothing to surround them with. Right, you think you have kids on your team now? Wait to see how many diapers you go through with Sidney Crosby on your team. Oh my God! Like seriously, so like you know that's 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 just reality. So th- those rumors, don't believe them. Don't um, uh, no Felici Sting. Thank yeah, you. Crosby's not going anywhere. Um, did, did you hear anything on Dadnoff? Because I saw Jimmy get go from uh, six to midnight over there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think anything, Jimmy has something about Dadnoff. Dadnoff. Or anything, honestly, surrounding the Ottawa Senators. So far, I don't have anything with them, uh, surprisingly enough. But the other uh, rumors that have been kind of floating around are Jack Eichel rumors. Those have now been, uh, you know, taking some steam here. Um, He came out and said he was unhappy with the situation. Buffalo asked him to produce. He did. Um, And they still suck, quite frankly. Buffalo is still a, you know, bottom of the barrel franchise. He was and a healthy scratch or a late scratch last night or the night before, I believe, too. He, he was that's, absolutely. That's, that's, bad. Bad. that's usually um, that's usually I'd a good say, sign. Uh, Somebody's on the move. I say the Boston would try and get him. He's a Boston. So, He's from Chester, Massachusetts. Who are you giving up, you know, Ty? Absolutely, tire. Um, again, my <laughs> question is, is, what what would the Bruins have to give up, and could they match, say, a team like the Rangers, which have which have also been rumored to be in on a guy like Jack Eichel? Uh, where Mike Zibanejad, he's not really producing this season. He's not looking like himself. Um, so I know they were linked to Jack Eichel as well. And honestly, if if they were like, oh yeah, here's Lafreniere, if we get uh, Jack Eichel, the Bruins that's can't match not happening. What what the Bruins going to give up that can match that? Maybe David Pasnock, but again, you're going backwards if you do that. So you are. Um, but Taylor Hall sucked this season. Jeff Skinner sucked this season. Um, and both of those guys are on are a eight million dollar cap hit for both of those guys. Didn't I so read that I Skinner was like a healthy scratch lately because he's been so bad? Oh, I, he was, and he's got six more years left on his deal. He, I think, he has one goal this season, or may, maybe like one more. But like, he's not been great. Taylor Hall, one goal I think last time I checked on the season. Uh, these are guys who you're paying to produce at a high level, and they're not so. Buffalo's in a tough oh spot with that situation. Yeah, so Buffalo is such a bust team. Like they have, oh, they, they have gave away so many good players. They're about they might give away Jack Eichel. They gave away Ryan O'Reilly, which they won a cup because of him. He's better than Bergeron. St. Louis paid for yeah. him. Right. They paid good for him. Yeah. He's better than Bergeron. And Buffalo just you know. 
botched it from there. They did. So they Buffalo, did. that they, they're, they're a train wreck, dude. Preferences. So anything's possible with them. Um, but again, I don't think the Bruins have enough to get any oh, one of those players. No. So Justin, serious question here. I know I put it in the chat here on the side. Serious question. Okay, age wise, Eichel's twenty four, Subnik is twenty two. You wouldn't do that with some picks. You wouldn't do it. Oh Jack- no, I would do that. I would do that. No, there were trades I'd do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no don't worry, Jay. I, I, I will. I will about that. Yeah, no. I, I think Eichel's better than Subnik for sure. I, I said as a joke. I'm like, well, Eichel's actually really. He's he's young. I'm like, how young is he? He's twenty four. I'm like, how old is Subnik? I'm like, he's twenty two. I'm like, all right, for two years. And so you're gonna have to give up probably DeBrusque and a pick. I would do that in a heartbeat. I would. That, that, that I know, a hell of a risky trade, though. I mean, so I think it could be an absolute stud on Buffalo if that happened. I would it could be a big mistake. Would, That's what I they will, said about Eichel. I will take the stud. Yeah. I will take the actual stud than the guy who could be a stud. That's me. I say fuck it. But although I think um, Jack Eichel's ceiling is higher than Stugnika's. Yeah. I think Stugnika has a high yeah. ceiling, but I just think Jack Eichel's is higher. Um, so that's that's why I would I would pick yeah, if you think about it. Jack Eichel loves Boston. I mean, he was a Boston fan in his childhood. He grew up in Chumston, Massachusetts, neighboring my city, Ulrica. I mean, he yeah. just knows he knows his, he's, he's his hometown. Yeah, no, John DeVar did the same thing, but they've yeah. All right, so Eichel is two goals, uh, twelve assists for fourteen points in sixteen games this year, um, and. Tyler's point right there about um, being a Boston kid and coming home. Haven't we seen enough of the kids who come home? And they like, suck. Uh, Jimmy McAvoy was a, a BU guy, right? Or a BC? BU. BU. So he, he was a BU guy, but he's from New York. So it's not really a homecoming. Yeah. Okay. But um, it was Coyle. Jimmy Hayes, right? Coyle. He was a Boston guy. Coyle, right. Weymouth guy. Wagner, Wagner, I mean, I, I'm not going to, I don't think I mean, Wagner really came with that much of a hype tag to him, but. But, but, but all, all these really? guys, that's why I was like, as soon as I found out he's, he's I, I knew he went to school around here. I didn't know he was actually from here. I'm out. Nope. Goodbye. Nope. Don't want him. He, they suck. Boston, Boston hockey players who are actually from Boston, they suck. I'm out. That's include Grizzly too, because I think he's from Boston as well. Yeah, exactly. His, his father no. works in the Bull Gang at the Garden. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's as high as, yeah. No, I'm out. Nope. nope <laughs> I don't, I, I'd rather keep Stanika who can't score. Yeah, so I I don't know how I f- I would f- I feel about a homecoming kind of trade for yeah, Eichel yeah. myself, but I mean I, again I'm not a GM mm-hmm. I just play one on the radio. If if if, if you want you want to get someone who is actually a a homecoming, go get Johnny Hockey out of Calgary. Go rescue that guy. I'll take Johnny Hockey. Honestly, uh, I, I would not take Johnny Hockey. I would not. Really, guy guys invisible in the playoffs. Bruins down one nothing. Honestly, I think Kachuk is the star of the Calgary Flames, and it's not Johnny Hockey. It's Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, it's probably true. And Sean Monahan's better than him, guy. too. I would take a Kachuk. Kachuk. Yeah, absolutely. No, but, uh, you know, honestly. Kachuk? Yeah, Kachuk? Kachuk? I don't know. I would, I would take any one of those guys. I really would. Um, And lastly, so, sorry, guys. I'll just move on to my last thing is, uh, see, the Predators. Predators are having a fire sale. Um. They have gone out and said that pretty much any players available, with the exception of Roman Yossi, Ryan, um, Ryan Ellis, and um, who's the last one here? Pekka Rene. Mm-hmm. So other than that, they're having this fire sale, and the Bruins are actually included in those rumors. Hold on, the Justin. Most- you mean to tell me that they want to give up Philip Forsberg? Isn't that guy like he's supposed to be good? 
Joe Hansen. Yeah, but they're I, keeping I, their older core, right? They're, they're top forward, yeah. top defenseman, top goaltender. <laughs> top goaltender. <He's> so, <laughs> Nashville is actually willing to give up Philip Forsberg, who has the most points on the team with 17, nine goals and eight assists. Get and Tyler, on top capital. of that, on top of that, Victor Arvidsson, Ryan Johansson, uh, Matt Duchesne, no. all, um, all those other guys are Ekholm. also up for grabs. Right, Ekholm. And, that, that's, and Matthias Ekholm is actually the one that the Bruins have been most recently rooming into. He's a defenseman. He usually plays on their second pair. Um, six foot four, 215 pounds, age 30. Um, you know, he was he, I heard, I saw, I read somewhere it could cost a first round pick. But he would honestly, he would be a huge part on the uh, Bruins back end. He really would. But I think I can predict been... that one. There we go, Mark Borowiak. I, I, I think I can predict that one. Does he have a concussion history? That I'm not entirely sure. If he, uh, if he does, we have him. If he doesn't, we won't. That's well, true. No, no. If, if true. he doesn't, if he, if he doesn't, we're going to be rumored all the way up to the deadline, and then he doesn't move, and then last minute he goes to Montreal is where he goes. <laughs> I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised, Jimmy, quite honestly. But who I would really like is this guy, Vince Dunn. He's another one that the Bruins have been linked to. He's in St. Louis. He's a defenseman, six uh, six feet, two, 203 pounds. He's 24 years old, was the uh, 56th overall pick in 2015. Um, he's awesome. So I would I would much rather him, 24 years old, still developing. He's He's a legit top four guy. And finally, we only know about this, Jake Vertanen from the Canucks, right wing, 6'1", 226 pounds, age 24. He was a sixth overall pick in 2014. He has only one goal this year, and his best season has been 2019-2020, in which he got 18 goals and 18 assists in 69 games played. Um, Another typical type of Bruins rumor, a guy who's not producing – and they may end the Bruins and hashtag do nothing. Don Sweeney thinks, oh, we'll add him. Who gives a hell? As long as he shoots the puck, you know. So uh, and then he gets no here and he can't shoot. There. Louis Erickson, I'll pass. <laughs> but if yeah, anyone, it, uh, Dustin, if there's anyone in St. Louis they could try and get, it would also try. And, I would try and get Sammy Blay or Blaze. Yeah. I would try and get him. I think he's on his last year too. Oh, who from St. Uh, St. Louis? Yeah, he could be he could be a decent fourth liner. I'm not looking for for one for one year rentals though. We're not we're not winning a cup this year. Why are we why are we gonna get one year rentals? And how many we... more fourth liners do we need? We have Greg McKegg who hasn't even seen the fucking ice hey, for us. Hey, listen, Greg McKegg. He's got the greatest name ever. He's a captain in Providence. Leave him alone. Oh, he's the captain down there. <laughs> yes, he is. That's my boy. Leave him. Alone. He's. That that's my that's my NHL fourteen uh, expansion draft draftee. Okay, okay, that's that's my boy, <laughs> Greg. You're my boy. Yeah. Speaking of uh, NHL EA sports game, that Sidney Crosby trade is absolutely something that you're doing on your PlayStation. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I'm sorry, that's not happening. Yeah, Anyone who thinks that's happening, yeah, they're fools. Listen, I'm all about getting Sid the kid on here. I'm all about it, but not for possible. You fucking no, no, no. Trade McAvoy for him, sure, because that kid can't play either. But I mean, oh my god! Oh, shut up, Jimmy! All right, oh, no, and oh, that's no, a great I transition into. I want to hear your fifteen guys. Okay. I want to hear Jimmy's fifteen okay. guys. Oh yeah, have the give this to me, Jimmy. Give this to me. I, I'm... Big, big, that's a that's a big league transition. And, and I want them. I want them least to most. All right. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Well, you're, you're gonna well, work on this one. Yep. You know, 
because I have I have twenty names here. Okay. <laughs> okay. You okay. can't even do that all right. right. <laughs> all, right. All, right. All, right. all right. All right. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Um, I don't. Sorry, believe, um, Jimmy. Well, I can't. Right. You ready? All right, number fifteen. Ryan Ellis from Nashville. I take okay. That. So again, I'm taking I'm taking injury out of it and contract out of it. You're not taking Ryan Ellis. Okay. Nope. No. All right. Just say yes or no. Ryan Ellis. No. Nope. I'm a maybe. Sorry. Number okay. fourteen. Uh. Well, I that was nineteen. Okay. Should I should go up a little bit. Um. Most of these are gonna be no's. So I'm 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 gonna skip. So again, injury history out of it. Eric Carlson from San Jose. No. He's no. Too fast as prime. Okay. Yes. I, I, I disagree. I, I would take Carlson in a heartbeat. Slobbing. He sucks since he's gone to uh, San Jose. Everybody, everybody sucks except for Joe Thornton when they go to San Jose. Yeah. Jake, Jacob Slavin from the Hartford Whalers. I mean, Carolina Hurricanes who are shooting nope. up now because of, of my take. I'm no. No. Okay. I, I disagree. I like Slavin. I think he, he's ranked as the, he's, it's him and McAvoy who are projected to go number uh, the number one D pair. So on Team USA in 2022. So, um, Let's see, Drew Doughty. I know he's a little past his prime. I take again. I'm taking injury history out of it. I'm taking Drew Doughty. Uh, wait, wait, wait. It, it, I'm I'm sorry, guys. Just just real quick, uh, Jimmy. Um, are we are we thinking of these players like right now as they are age wise, development wise, everything else, or are we saying, or are we taking into account like ceilings? So like so like Drew Doughty in his prime. Yeah, McAvoy, his ceilings not develop. very high at this point. Right. Well, yeah, so, I want to take him. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Drew Doughty now over what McAvoy could be because I'm, t- I'm taking McAvoy now. I'm, so I'm taking. So, it, so the premise is now versus McAvoy now versus you, you, Drew Doughty you, now. You, you I'm, can, I'm out. I'm out on okay, Doughty. No, I'm also out on Doughty. Okay, uh, if, if we're talking about primes, then what? I would take Drew Doughty over McAvoy. Yeah. Oh, I would take Eric Carlson but, but, in his prime too. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think the only ones we're really going to agree with is. One through five in my list, personally. Um, yeah, but you said we... you had fifteen, so I'm making you do it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, 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 right. Are you keeping track? Because I'm, I'm, I'm hopping on my list. Yeah, here. you're you're on number eleven. Okay, Shay Theodore from Vegas. Nope. Okay, no, I, I disagree, but okay. Um, um close, one. but not quite. Okay, that's fine. Uh, let's let's stick with. Uh, I'm, sure I'm gonna make sure he's not farther down my list here. No, he's not. Uh, all right, Petrangelo. Yes. No. Yes. Okay. Over McAvoy now? No. Okay. Uh, nope. Going to a different St. Louis Blues, not even on this list, but Pareko from the St. Louis Blues. Mm. That's close. No. That, that was close. That's, I, I that is close, though. I, I think it's close. Cool. It's it it very close. On that one. Okay. I, I, it's, it's only because I think McAvoy has a higher um, offensive side <laughs> than Pareko does. That's I, don't, what I don't think he does. I think this is what you're going to get from McAvoy personally. But I think, um, I think McAvoy is better defensively than Pareko. Okay, a, a a different player on the Golden Knights who are stacked on defense is Alec Martinez, who I fucking love. I don't know how the hell I, they, I might do that. Yeah, I, I would, would do that. Okay. Um. Yeah, I will. Yeah, honestly, uh, Alex Martinez. He's so underrated too. I feel like no one really knows about exactly. him. He's awesome. So I have number twelve here. What number am I on? Yeah, number Dave? seven. Okay, seven. All right, so that's this is seven, six. Okay, and I'll do the last five. Okay. Uh, Zach uh, Zach Wierenski from Columbus. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would yeah. do that. I think I would do that. I would absolutely do that. Quinn Hughes from uh, Yes, I would yes. do that. I would also do that. I would do that. Okay, the the one name that was on I the wouldn't. list. You wouldn't? Okay, no. that's fine. No. Uh, the, the uh, one I, name I like McAvoy's body type better. Oh, the, the for the, game, for the games they play, bigger guy. No, no, two day, but I think if he fills into his frame, 
I he's no, gonna no. yeah. Okay, this, this, fair. This, this, but this right now, not, no. This, this yeah, right name, now, no. I get that. This name is not on my list. I don't. I don't watch enough Dallas Stars hockey to. Really and this, have, this is your number five. No, this is not my number. This is, I know that this is number ten, who's just behind McAvoy, which I don't. I haven't watched enough Dallas Stars. Oh, okay. Um, Miro Miro Haskinen from Dallas. I don't oh, yeah. know Miro Haskinen. Hey, Miro Haskinen. I, I don't know. So honestly, Jimmy, I I. I Let's put it this way. I think both of them have the same ceiling. And I think both of them are um, equally as good defensemen. So I wouldn't really. Okay. So that's toss up for me personally. Okay. I really do. I think I think they're the same player. Before I get to my top five here, this is number six. Who is three? What spots. website is this again? NHL.com. Okay. So between McAvoy and this guy, you have Chris Letang, who is a little past his prime, but I would still take Letang. I know we talked about Letang last week as a diver. Um, I would t- I would think about taking Letang. Then Dougie Hamilton, no, no shot. I don't. I would not take that. That was the one name in this list. I was well. That and Morgan Riley, number twenty. I would not take over McAvoy. Um, so number six is Kale McCarr. That's close for me personally. I like also him. a close one. That that's I would awesome. take him. I would. I, I like Kale McCarr a lot. Um, I like Kale McCarr a lot as well. But again, I think he is going to McAvoy a very similar defenseman. Yes. I really do. Okay. So this, this is a top five, which I'd be shocked if you decided to take McAvoy over. Any All right. So here's, here's the ones that really count. Right. Top five. Seth, Seth Jones. Seth Jones. Yes. You take over him? I, I, no, I, I would take I would take Seth Jones over McAvoy. Yeah. It's uh, close. Yeah. It is close. Seth Jones but is no. awesome. I don't he also flies under the radar like um like Martinez does, but Seth Jones is awesome. I love him. He's great. Okay, so I lied. Petrangelo is number four here. So I'm gonna put <laughs> I'm gonna put Seth Jones as four. I'm gonna put McCarr as, as, as five. Okay. All right. So Petrangelo. All right. So number three. Someone that uh, that uh, Justin says who is the comp for McAvoy, which I don't see at all. Well, I see frame type is John Carlson from the Caps. I would take John Carlson. No, I because I, honestly, no. I think I think John Carlson is not that great defensively. I don't. I think he's overrated he's because of his offense. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, he he's really good offensively, but um, defensively, I would take, I, I would, I'm not. Yeah, McAvoy. That's yeah. fine. All right. Um, number two is Roman Yossi. I've well, Roman Yossi. Yeah. And then number one, this is like a no-brainer. Uh, if you if you say McAvoy of this, I'm 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 logging off right now. It's Victor Hedman. No, that's the only is that one. All that, we gotta, yeah, is that all we gotta do I, to get I, you to shush? If, <laughs> if you if you didn't pick Victor Hedman, like you deserve to be punched in the face. He's the best in the It's not my list. It's the NHL.com list. So but, Dude, Victor Hedman is nasty, absolute no. nasty. I love him. Yes. Oh. So here's something I want. So I. I told Justin before the show we were gonna go over we we're gonna go over the McAvoy thing because we do it every freaking week and it doesn't really it's, it's you're out of your mind. It's, it's, it's getting to the point where it's like it doesn't matter because he's stuck in his boat, I'm stuck in mine. We're not gonna uh, really we're not we're not switching boats here. But the more and more I think about it, I may I'm not there yet. I will tell you, I'm not I'm super close though. Again, injury history out. I know this guy's out for an injury. I believe right now. I would almost rather have kept Tory Krug and let McFoy go somewhere else. I'm so close. All right, Jimmy, that is Did so. Did you freeze, Jimmy? <laughs> oh, that's great. Close. His it's computer shut him off dude. as soon as he said it. <laughs> that's all I have to do. He's a different cat now. Wow, look at this. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> look at him. Oh, oh no. So, so I, I, I so my, my thing is. Krug, if, if you're going to get someone who doesn't clear the body out from the net and they can't really play defense, I'll, I'll run to the guy who can score on the power play and actually look like a forward out there. It's close. I'm not, I, I think I would still take McAvoy over him because he's a bigger body. But, Krug sucks defensively, dude. 
So McAvoy's good defensively. He's okay. He's, he's okay. good. Okay. I, I want to say like what, he's what, good what, 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 and he's getting see. better. I, I know and you don't, yeah, don't want to see it. No, no. So I'm saying I'm not there yet. I'm close to saying I take I would have taken Krug over McAvoy. I'm not the age in the in, well injury history is more for Krug because I know this year he got hurt, but for the most part he plays every every game. Yeah, I know he's small and he but he at least tries in front of the net and box he tries. I mean he's small he gets pushed out of the way, but he tries. I mean it's close. I'm still Are you picking, kidding me? I'm picking Max. He got here. undressed in front of the net, and he got uh, in the playoffs. He got undressed yeah, by Brady Point. No, Honestly, he's not a big dude. He got absolutely undressed in front of the net by Brain Point. No, McAvoy is great. He's boxes he's guys out in front of the net. I don't know what you watch, dude. I don't know. I I, I don't know if you're watching like you know the little kids that come out in between intermissions. I can see him. Box the guy out. Jimmy like, must clearly, always be in the bathroom when Charlie McAvoy is grabbing a guy by his shirt collar okay. and dragging him out of the blue. He, I mean, Jesus, dude! Like he, he plays. He's a three-zone defenseman. He can play sound defense. He plays uh, structured through the neutral zone, and he provides you with offense. Yeah, he's ca- three, he carries like, the puck into the zone. If he doesn't, if he makes, if he doesn't have he a pass, mistake. he goes for a shot or he brings yeah. it behind the net and tries to Listen, find another one. I'm fair. Okay, I I gave him credit for the Marshan goal against New York last time they played. Right, that right. was that was the Marshan goal. Yeah. He banged it down. I give him credit for that, but I think he's. But you had to take the next week off. Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Know, I, I was. I mean, I don't know. He's. I think he's. I think he's average in the offensive zone, average in defensive zone. So I'd rather take someone who's skilled in the offensive zone on the power play where there's no one like him else in the league and and I would say below average. I don't think Cruz poor in the defensive zone. I think he's below average. I'd rather take that than someone who's average and average personally. Oh my God. Oh, no, sorry. I'm, he, I'm he, guessing you didn't uh, get that job out in California. I haven't applied yet. I'm, 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 <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, well, well, Jimmy, I'm sure you'd be good at it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Now that that malarkey is over with, uh, we're clearly glossing over the last three games. We don't really want to get into those, uh, especially after last night's 7-2 ass-kicking. Uh, as we speak right now, the Bruins are in intermission against the Rangers, losing one to nothing, being outshot 9-6. to uh, you play the Rangers tonight. You're going to play the Rangers again on Sunday. And then before we possibly meet again, I don't know if we have to really adjust our schedule. If we record on Tuesday, that's the only two games we'd be talking about. And then you got two upcoming against Washington to clo- and a game against New Jersey on Sunday the 7th to close out the following week of games. I'm just glad we're not facing the Islanders again this week, although that's coming up on the 9th of March. We'll we got to beat them. It'll, it'll be a 4-0 sweep if we lose to them. Don't don't worry. The, our coach will make zero adjustments and we'll lose. <laughs> I see that. I, I see that. Jimmy, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you this. I'll give you that. I feel that Cassidy makes needs to make some better adjustments. I know wow, when he first came to the Bruins as the head coach, we were, a lot of people were like, "Oh, he's not afraid to mix him up on the fly." But you know, you held that Pasternak line together too much. The power play has got gets so stagnant throughout the year uh, with those guys playing together constantly like that. Uh, I would, I, and you know, I, I read Ty Anderson on 98.5, the Sports Hub, wrote this week something about um, 
can we stop trying to break up that first line? Leave it as your power play line. S- spread the wealth. I mean, you need something else. You you got you got to see what uh, six minutes worth of Krejci with Pasternak in the game before Krejci went down. A couple. I don't even remember what game it was. Uh, I think it was the Jersey game last week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was. Yep. Um. So you got you got to see a whole six minutes of that. Um. Erection line getting to steal a, a Felgerism, uh, seeing no. that get broken up. So, well, honestly, Dave, I, I would bother that a little bit. And honestly, I like, like, I again, it was a very small sample size. Right. I admit that, but I don't like Krejci and Pasta together, they just don't seem to sync well. Honestly, they suck in their own zone because Pasta kind of does. I know I've made mention too that he has had some good defensive plays. This year and he's kind of he's kind of like doing more defensively, which is great. But I, I haven't liked those duo on the ice, to be honest with you. I really haven't. Um, now I would say maybe you can make a bigger argument for putting him with Coil. Maybe that'll have a better result. Uh, I'm honestly more surprised at the fact that he hasn't tried nice Smith roll, up Jimmy. there. You know, I'm just talking about Coil. Coil is a third line center. I'm not putting past Knock with a third line center. Sorry, Coil. I do believe is going to be your uh, second line center of the future as soon as you get Krejci out no, of time. He and, he, yeah, and he has all yeah. the tools. He's just going to put it together consistently. And when he does, he's awesome. But it's just that consistency factor. But still, it's you know, I and honestly, Cassie doesn't. He's working with what he has. You know, Don Sweeney's helped him out with none of it. And Justin, the players haven't helped him out. See, Justin, that's where we disagree, okay? I, I So I agree with you that Sweeney is an absolute nothing. But I split the blame between the Ass head coach. dude. I hate that, I, guys. I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 I split the blame between – the only move that Sweeney did that I questioned, and I was about it at the time, but now watching it for three or four years now, I'll question why. I, I think they tuned out Claude originally, but I don't know why – I was okay. I was okay with him letting him go, but I'm, I was not okay with him bringing Cassie in because I don't think he's that good of a coach. He, as Dave said early on, he made the moves early on to do it because guess what? You weren't gonna get fired. Now all of a sudden, if you don't perform, you're gonna get fired. So he does safe things and doesn't make line changes. And that's not a head coach. That's a game manager at best. And I don't think he's a very good game manager. So in that case, I'd rather. I mean, I'm not going to say hire Claude back because we've seen that. It doesn't really work, even though I think that even he would not bench Pasta. And I, I, I know that Justin keeps texting me. He goes, Pasta would be in the fourth line right now. No, there's too much skill. So would be. So at, would at, be. at least Sagan was on the second line with Claude, okay? Sagan was on the second line with Claude, okay? So he'd be on the second line with Bergeron and Martian because they put Riley Smith there. He put Sagan there. He's not going to bench the guy. And honestly, you bench him in crunch time. Pasta's not really good in defense. So, yeah, bench him, bench him in crunch time. It's not like he does much anyways for you. It's not like he's scoring goals late. I'm looking at his goals now. They're all middle early in the period. It's not like he does much late. Yeah, and you want to, you want, you want to, Jimmy? He put Smith up there on, on, on uh, next to Bergeron. He put um, Sagan up next to Bergeron. And guess what? They sucked. Why? Because he kept saying, oh, you guys, no, 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 no don't score. Riley Smith scored 20 goals this first year. You know what I mean? Like, and they weren't that great. They weren't that great. Why? Because they're too worried about what they do defensively than trying to make plays offensively. And that's just, oh, if you can't play defense, you don't play for me. So, therefore, and Pasternak's not good at defense. So, 
Claude would we routinely probably make him a healthy scratch or bench him because he doesn't play defense all that well. So plain simple. Uh, and Cassie, listen, I won't I won't go out and say Cassie's the best coach in the league. He's not. Absolutely he is not. not. He's nowhere He's not. near it. But if you can't see the difference between a Cassie coach team and a Julian coach team, then dude, again. Are you watching Pee Wee League hockey? You think I, I, I can? You want to like that? Like, I don't understand. Like, like the, the defense is more active. The offense, like, like he he encourages offensive players to make more, um, take more chances, be creative. Uh, he's giving young players chances to develop. I mean, I don't understand, Jimmy. What what's what's with going the, on? You're missing, okay? you're missing the one major difference between a uh, Julian coach team. Don't even coach. don't even go with the goddamn ring. How many years has Julian coached? Hold up. All right. What team what team would win the seven game series? This team right now, or even go back to last year, this President's Trophy winning team or twenty eleven? The last year's team would have destroyed that team. The team was, there was uh, no there was I'll no, throw right at you. Like there like was no, there was no one that could even come close to scoring the way Bergeron, Marsh, and Poshnock scored last year or this year. Okay, don't give me that Bergeron was on both teams. Bergeron was a 15-goal scorer in 2011. I, I don't know. If that, that's not completely accurate. I didn't look up his numbers. He was not Bergeron of Bergeron now, okay? So don't give me that. And so Tim Thomas, as much as we love to give Tim Thomas credit, and I'm one of those guys and he loves to shit on Rask, Tim Thomas was a mediocre goalie before 2011, okay? He was Anton Hudobin and went on a run for a year and a half. He's yeah, more like, he's more like, he's more like Thomas for the Celtics than he is actually Patrick Waugh. I would rather take Rask as an actual goalie, not the contract, Dave, not the contract, but the goalie, the skill of Tuka Rask than I would take Tim Thomas because Tim Thomas, before he became, you know, the almighty Tim Thomas where you can't talk bad about Tim Thomas in the city, Tim Thomas lost five game sevens consecutively before he won the cup, where he won what, that two Claude Julien was coaching the team. But that's not the point, though, because that doesn't kind of point. is when you're talking about it's, coaching. I, I thought that's what you, the point was. I right. You're talking no, about Claude my, Julien my, took a 2016 2017 Montreal team that was already doing really well, was in the playoffs, went 24 16 and seven. Uh, well, excuse me, in 24 games, went 16 and seven with one overtime loss, got bounced in the first round of the playoffs, and then has been, uh, let's see, 433 winning percentage, or points percentage, 585 points percentage, 500 points percentage, and this year, 611 points percentage, and that Ooh. got him fired because he's stuck in fourth, and they started to and, shit and the bed again. Because Claude Julien's, Claude Julien's style of one nothing games has passed the league on. This he's league is about scoring and speed, and his... Chara was the ideal player for Claude Julien because he okay. was big and he was slow and he couldn't fucking score. So, so are you ready for Justin's head to explode? I'll say, I'll say my analogy now. I said, do you guys pre-show? And I can't wait to watch his head explode, okay? Minus the rings, Claude Julien is the Bill Belichick of the NHL, okay? He's a defense. That is so wrong. That is so inherently wrong. How can you say that, dude? Bill Belichick has six... Super I say besides the rings. Besides the rings. Besides the rings. say besides the rings because Brady got those rings. Let's, let's be real. In, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah Claude Julian's 19-year coaching career, he made he won one Stanley Cup one championship Stanley Cup. and one conference championship. He's been fired twice in five years. He was only overrated in Boston. Only Boston Bruins. 
like diehard, like like who think the team is awesome when they suck, will tell you that Cole Glue Julian was the best coach of all time. No, I'm he not is not. But he's a good guy, but he has an outdated system, and and he's not in today's NHL, and it shows. They passed on him when they should have. We did not, and unfortunately, and like like the 2011 team was stacked. Just like I I wouldn't say, oh, John Cooper's an amazing coach. His team, the Lightning, is ridiculous. I don't attribute that to the coach. Claude Julian, he would, eh. But he had the team, and he had the roster, and the Canucks kind of choked that series away, and also, and honestly, because the Sedin brothers were pussies. But anyways, my point <laughs> being is that freaking is not great. He's not great. And he Bruce, and Bruce Cassidy is better. And, like, I think that shows He's a Hall of Fame coach. coach. He's a Hall of Fame coach. You can say what you want about him. He's a Hall of Fame coach. He's, he's, he's I mean, because he won he's one Stanley Cup. That, that's like that's like saying that Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, that's like saying like right. Eli Manning can go. Beat Brady twice the best of all time. Explain what you just said. Nick Nick Foles also beat Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, 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 Eli Manning is also no. one game under five hundred for his career, <laughs> and he's gonna get in the I'm fucking NFL me. Hall of Fame because he has it's two Super Bowl rings. Ridiculous to me, Dave. Oh, I, put anyone I, in said, there. I said I said more of the Bill Belichick thing to get him with Justin's games. I knew it would drive freaking insane. Um, I'm not going that far with him, but you're telling Ooh. me that you tell me that with Claude Julian, this team wouldn't be they wouldn't have lost seven two last night, that's for sure. They would have lost Yeah, they would have lost two. eight to nothing. Yeah, it would have been a sucky game, Jimmy. No one would have fucking scored and they would have lost by one nothing. It would have been a wet fart of a game. Maybe we would have sat there bombing in our mouth because we would rather fucking watch the Celtics against Atlanta and watch the Bruins with Claude Julian. Outside of Richie in the first round, we don't score. Look look at the numbers. Outside of Richie in the first round, we don't score. We don't score. Hey, and now you don't think the Bruins score now, dude. With Cole Julian, they wouldn't be scoring. They would have least, negative goals. They'd probably be scoring out the because they're it so worried about playing defensively. I was, I was all for them fire. I was all for them firing Julian back in what 2015 when they fired him. I was all for it. I'm just saying that Cassie's not the guy. 2016. You, you said, so you, sorry, 2016. Um, it's not. You misquoted me when we were talking via text. Okay, I did not say that. I'll have Julian. Do you then, have it in writing? Then he, it's not misquoted. No, I, I have something right here. <laughs> no, it, it's it's on the podcast. Yeah, it, it's misquoted. No, I, I mean, I, I would I would much rather have a different coach than Cassidy. I'm just saying that that Claude Joy, where everyone was running him out of town at the end, is not much different than of, of a choker and a someone who doesn't perform in the playoffs. You can give me all the President trophy you want. I think he's won two President trophies since he's been here. And he's won he's won the one cup and up and epically choked against a team that should not even come close to winning that series. You you lost the you lost you uh the twenty eighteen version of Cam Ward and Ryan O'Reilly. Congratulations. You literally watched you literally lost to the two thousand six, two thousand seven Carolina Hurricanes. All right. All right. Quit bringing up all this bad blood, you son of a bitch. Um you know, Jimmy, we get it. You you don't like the Boston Bruins. We understand. I don't like the coach. Don't <laughs> you like, don't like the coach. You don't like the goaltender. You don't like the no, first. Don't you don't no. like their first line center. You don't like their number one defenseman. You don't like their no. uh, number four right winger. Um, 
When asked, or is he a left winger? I'm sorry. Is, he doesn't actually watch the game. He just watches all the goals that are scored on NHL.com. In his, in his defense, he's out of pocket right now. Yeah, he's out of Massachusetts. Yeah, in my defense, I can't really watch a lot of the games. Even like it's it, the black had a lot of them down here. Um, but so in my, so the you can the, only the spend so much time in the casino. <laughs> fourth line left winger as personal. Uh, I think the first line center, your El Capitan, is a choker. Uh, I think that your first line, your your number one defenseman is a uh, is overrated. I think the only one choking here is you on your takes. I think I think your takes overrated, Jimmy. That's probably true as well. Um, I think so too. I have no I have no problem with Rask. I think that he's just a guy who chokes in game sevens and he's overpaid. That's my problem with Rask. Yeah, no, if that's no problem at all. And if and if and if, and if he was paid like Rask, I wouldn't say anything. If he was paid like Rask, I wouldn't say anything about him. But oh yeah, he's paid. He's paid comparable to what he does. That's why. That's why I gave Halak the, the 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 dud this week. But I'm not really mad about it because it's what he's paid for. He gives you good games. Gives you bad games. That's I don't think any goaltender is paid to give up seven game, uh, seven goals in a game. I I also agree with that. Yeah, Carter Hart's not doing too good at it. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, I'm by the way speaking of Carter Hart. I know we we completely glossed over those shit games. Well, two shit games and then the one against the, uh, the minor league Philly yeah. team. But I am so yeah, out on Carter, on Hart and the Phil- Carter Hart and the Philadelphia Flyers right now, and I know I was big on them to start the year. I wanted, I actually kind of wanted them to be good, so that it wasn't just the usuals like Pittsburghs and Washingtons to go along with the Bruins. But I just, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what their problem is against the Bruins. I right think now. it's the, yeah, I think this is the injured players. They didn't have Giroux. They, they only had Voracek. I'm not. I'm not taking. A, I'm not taking any excuses right now. Like the goaltender no, I, hasn't shown up either. True. He's, he's played horrible. He's been horrible. It's, yeah. But, but but Philly's ruined yet another goaltender. To be honest with you, that's what Philly does. They ruin their goaltenders. And honestly, I think Hart. I think he's a good goal. I I think he has he, again another one of those kids who can develop into like a really good goaltender in this league. But I think Philly just ruins goaltenders. That's what they do. Not to mention their team doesn't know how to win yet. So they've been definitely a huge disappointment. And uh, Rangers just scored again. That's great. Nice. Fire the coach. Um, when <laughs> I, I think me, me and Dave both picked the Flyers to either make it to the Cup or win the Cup. I can't remember. I know I picked them to win. I was with you on that one. Hence my name on the screen right here is Philly Cheese Stink. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. I'm out on them. I don't know how I overlook this team. I do it every year. I think it's because they're an expansion team. And when I say expansion, I mean an expansion team. It's Vegas. Vegas is the cream of the crop right now. It's them and Tampa. It's still like I know Tampa hasn't played well, but Tampa is what freeze frame. <laughs> the season, and they're gonna turn on the play. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, um, you you froze. You, you said I think Tampa. Really you did this. So whatever hot take you were just having is um your your computer said no. Yes, I said Tampa Bay is like they. It's a bad example, but they're like they're coasting through regular season. Is what I said. Um, but I think it's Vegas or nothing. I think Vegas Vegas is going to win this cup. That it's coming out of the West this year. The West is stacked. Vegas and that, that sounds like something a guy says when he doesn't want a big wedding. <laughs> nah, nah. Honestly, Jimmy, Vegas and Tampa. Vegas. Don't, the that could be the, the final. Team in the league. 
They they mm -hmm. absolutely are. They're both so both those teams loaded. Loaded. I'm so, I'm so mad at Vegas though. They could have really fucked with that Lake Tahoe game by wearing those like chrome helmets. That would have been great. Oh, that would have been so phenomenal. No, because yeah. then they would have actually been swimming as opposed to just waiting on the ice. <laughs> Like, seriously, <laughs> those things totally would have melted the ice as opposed to just partially melting it. NHL should know better. They've done enough of these games to realize that the sun is an issue. You make enough, you guys make enough money. I mean, I know that you lost a lot due to the gate this past season and a half, but. Cut the shit. Stupid Rangers. 2 nothing. Look at our ass, though. Well. Fire the coach. Oh, I lost you guys, I think. Fire the coach, no. It's, uh, I'm back. Yeah, get better, all you guys. Instead of firing the coach, why don't we do something about actually getting this team together? You know, instead of chase, yeah. instead of chasing a second line, uh, why don't you put together an actual second line? You know, trade trade your piece right now while you can. Well, I mean, I granted you gotta wait till he's not injured right now, but I think Krejci is the best option to go. And if you gotta package him in Debrusco, send them in two separate deals to get better returns, then. By all means. Nice. Nice. Yep. Sorry, Dave. What do we got? Give us an update. Nope. That was a uh, that was a brilliant goal by guess who else? Pasternak. The top line. Well, not Pasternak, but it was Bergeron. That was a, that was actually a sweet play. Um, it looked like uh, uh, Bergeron. Hold on a sec. Watching the replay now. McAvoy carried into the zone. Marshan gave it to Pasternak, who fired over to Bergeron with a nice tip into uh, net. So that was a great goal. But again, top line. Top line. It's the only line that really scores. That's the only line yep. that can score and produce on the on this team. I, I find so. it I find it funny how Jimmy had to hit the head right as that goal happened. I wonder I wonder. Yeah, he's not watching the game my ass. Nice well, pass listen. nice pass from McAvoy, Jimmy didn't want to hear, that's all. Well listen, it, Dave, with all those bad takes, I mean they must go through you, you know what I mean? Just come out of the shit. <laughs> You know, it, the poor bastard's got to listen to us when he goes through this and hear us talking smack about him. I love it. <laughs> oh, welcome back, Jimmy. Oh, hello, Jimmy. Your favorite player on the Bruins, Patrice Bergeron, just scored a goal. Nice goal, too. I saw, I saw, I saw. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, now that you're back, Jimmy, you want to make a bet? Guess this town has ever seen I just like winning. It's time to bet your ass. Catch me outside. Here on the Boston Bee Party. How about that? That, that take is terrible. <laughs> Let's start with the 730 game. It's Chicago. Um, going to Detroit. Time Olympic gold medalist Duncan Keith back for Chicago. Kershev to gain the zone. All the way through and in. And he scores. Oh! Highlight goal. Philip Kershev, his fifth of the year. And the Blackhawks on the board first. And I'm going to pick the Chicago Blackhawks to beat Detroit. The next game is we're going to go Vancouver at Calgary. Odd man rush. Horvat with Ben. Horvat. Ben! Scores! Two on one, a quick turnover at center, and Jordy Ben puts it home to make a one nothing Vancouver. I'm going to take Vancouver, plus 133. And then the third game is Winnipeg going to Edmonton. McDavid and Nugent Hopkins at 345, and now breaking in his drive. It's on a red shot, score! 2 nothing Edmonton! 
Edmonton, back to back, goals in 21 seconds, and the Oilers up a deuce on Drysaddle's night. I'm going to say, screw the curse, I'm taking Winnipeg to beat them at plus 118. Nope. I'm always down to make a bad day. Let's do this thing. Uh, so let's do it for tomorrow. Uh, I got one, two, three picks for tomorrow. Starting Saturday, right. 8 o'clock. Uh, Jimmy, of yep. course, is 15 and 5 on the year, I believe we said, or 15 and 8, excuse me. 15 and 8, yeah. 15 I'll take 15 and, and 5. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you, you do, but your bookie doesn't. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Jimmy's do- doing pretty well again, much better than his football picks. Uh, sitting at about sixty-six percent right now. Good job, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. So, Thank all right, very much. what do you got for you? Three picks for tomorrow night. Okay, so let's go. Um, so it's gonna be in the Detroit Chicago game. Let's go over five and a half goals on that game. Just rivalry game, original six. I just, I feel like there's gonna be goals here. Something about Chicago, Detroit, old school matchup. Slap them around, love it. Put some, put some bits in the basket. Two worst teams uh, in the league. Bad goaltending. Exactly. One there super, one superstar, or you know, former superstar between the two teams. In what? In Taze or Kane? Which one? Kane, because Taze has been on the shelf all year. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, that's news to me. Doesn't, does not change my pick at all. So I, I'm pretty solid. I, I'll double check it, but I, I'm pretty sure he started. He started and has been on IR to start the season. Well, Batch okay. Kane have another career year. Jesus, of course. And then who's the best? Who's the best player on uh, Detroit right now? Dylan Larkin. That's the only name that comes to my mind. I was like, didn't they? They, they released Dark Horse. Dakota, right? They, Who? they released the the Kaiser. No, who's oh Franz Nielsen? They just released. Did they? Yeah, I think they did like last week. So it's literally just Dylan Luck, and that's it. So um, I'm really hoping that it's gonna be Chicago scoring a bunch of goals here. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, as I've been kind of like so. Well, I'm, when if, I say, you, when if I say, you're lucky, Malcolm say, Subban will be in that. When I, he he showed up the other night though. <laughs> he, he, beat the, he beat the Bruins once. So let's be honest here. Okay, so he's not that bad. Um, Definitely not great. Justin's gonna love this one. Uh, with the new coach bump, I'm gonna go to Montreal and Winnipeg. Give me the Canadians winning that game minus one twenty five again. These all these odds are all via DraftKings. I would also pick those odds, Jimmy. Good good odds. It's just that new coach bump. It happens. It it just does. And you guys feeling Vegas? You guys feeling San Jose? Which one are you guys feeling? Vegas, Vegas, Vegas easy. Hands down. Wait, what's this, what's what's the line? Uh, it says Vegas minus two fifteen, or it's uh, St. Louis one sixty. Which one are you guys feeling? Oh, you said St. Louis. I thought you said San Jose. Well, so it's the San Jose game, but St. Oh, Louis okay. is it's so. All right, screw it. I'm taking St. Louis. Give me, give me Tori. I know he's on the shelf. Give me Jordan Bennington, St. Louis Blues beating San Jose minus one sixty. Give me that one. Oh, St. Louis. Uh, yeah, okay. St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, he'll do that. Yeah, yeah, St. Louis. Guess San Jose. Yeah, they should. All right, so uh, Jimmy will be fifteen and twelve next week. When we, uh, fifteen and eleven when we talk to you next week. like four days, I wouldn't. I wouldn't surprise one bit. Uh, one two. This this segment was brought to you by Twisted Tea. Not that they paid us, just that's what Jimmy's drinking when he makes his picks. My my picks are twisted. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. I don't really have much else to say about this team losing two to one now to the Rangers. Uh, anybody else got anything to say before we wrap it up? Nope. Fire the coach. <laughs> okay. All right. You're on mute. Not happening anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Good show as always. Thanks for joining me. Uh, nice, nice spending a Friday night not in a kitchen working right now. All right, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining us. Jimmy Shea, Justin Ventola, Tyler Scales, and of course myself, David Rodriguez. We are the Boston Bee Party. Deuces. Number 47 for Boston. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting. Yo.